from the White Letter Production Studios in Los Angeles, California. I'm Ellie Unger-Sargon, and this is The Cut Podcast. So, let's uh, jump into question and answers. Do we have any uh, questions, comments? Oh, well, I guess I'll start. Um, the comments uh, regarding the man who sacrificed his personal ethics in the name of God. This is a personal battle that I, I wage with myself a lot. Um, and it's, it's been taken, uh, taken upon the reins by, by many great thinkers. Uh, there is a fascinating debate uh, with Christopher Hitchens against uh, Tony Blair uh, discussing uh, whether or not religion is a force for good in the world. And I, if I get the impression correctly, uh, you still identify somewhat uh, spiritually, culturally, um, and maybe, I guess I'll just say the term religiously with Judaism. And the question comes up again, how do you reconcile, how do you reconcile the influence How do you reconcile the influence of religion in this culture that perpetuates such an act and whose proponents in all faiths are willing to commit such evils in the name of God? Wow, that's a deep question. I'll, I'll do my best to see if I can answer it appropriately. Um, I, uh, for a time, was very attracted to uh, the writings of uh, Christopher Hitchens, Richard Dawkins, Sam Harris. Um, uh, Daniel Dennett, you know, the sort of new atheists, uh, and I've actually spent a lot of time thinking about their arguments and what they have to say, and I think they have really important criticisms of religion. Um, I also think that they miss something really important uh, about uh, the fabric of our cultural existence um, as people living in the industrialized world today, and that is that um, religion actually informs um, much, much more about the way we view the world and interact with and, and sort of relate to reality, if you will, than just the concept of God. So by simply vacuuming the concept of God out of this edifice that informs and um, sort of uh, infuses the way we approach the world, they're in a way sort of cheating. Um, and that I came to this realization that on a certain level, um, you can't really vacuum religion out of the way we approach the world, the way we relate to reality, and that it's, it's a bit futile. Um, having come to that realization, what I then went back and started doing was um, looking at uh, sort of minority voices or um, heretical voices within religious traditions, including, of course, my own. And what I found was very interesting, which is that, um, you know, accepting that this notion of, you know, taking religion out of our worldview is impossible. Well, what about the voices in religion that are sort of underprivileged or not paid attention to? And what I, what I discovered in my own tradition, much to my delight, was that there are many, um, you know, really 
interesting, important, and um, good voices um, that are sometimes not paid attention to, that are uh, sort of just beneath the surface sometimes. And if you look, you can find these um, these beautiful heretical traditions in all religious traditions. I, you know, in the Jewish tradition, we have um, these sorts of currents that uh, come up every now and then. There is a, a, a certain um, theology of protest going on in the Midrash. Uh, the Hasidic masters picked this up. My father's done a lot of work on this. Um, and so when I think about religion and I think about spirituality and I think about my relation to them, my relationship to them, I, I don't... Um, I don't think it's as simple as saying, I don't believe in God. Um, I think you really need to um, realize that just as any other human endeavor, um, including science, and I think circumcision in a very interesting way demonstrates this, um, we're human beings and we do good things and we do bad things. Um, and we live in a, you know, supposedly very uh, science-based uh, society, and yet circumcision is something that is practiced on a regular basis and given scientific justification. Now, what this demonstrates to me is that um, any human enterprise, no matter how free of, you know, superstition or whatever you want to think, is going to have... Um, good things and bad things coming out of it. And I don't see why religion is any different from that. I'm, I, I'm a big supporter of people who are critical of the, the parts of religion that, that work towards bad things, circumcision being a prime example of that. But I don't see any reason why um, we must sort of uh, come out against all forms of spiritual expression or religious expression just because of that. Does that make sense? Yes, an extensive and good answer. How does your father now feel about you going on all this, the cup tour and talking about this all over the country? Um, I'm in regular contact with him and I, I mean, I do sort of call him every now and then and he calls me, um, we have a good relationship. Um, I think he's just, uh, I think he's uh, interested, you know, he's always sort of curious, where are you now? And you know, um, he's been very supportive ever since the film came out. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, he's, uh, he's happy for me. I think he realizes that this is a big, uh, this is a big deal. Um, and uh, I haven't heard any kind of uh, criticism or anything like that. Um, it's, it's all been support. Uh, I know that you're married. Is your wife Jewish? Like, what? Or if not, how did she view circumcision before you talked to her about it? And why? how did she feel about that? And also, um, was there, I guess you talked about it before you had, do you have kids? <laughs> yeah. I don't I have don't kids yet. But, um, and my wife actually doesn't like it when I talk about her views publicly. She is Jewish. Um, she's a convert. She converted uh, Orthodox. And I think I'll, uh, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> That's okay. That's our show. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please email them to us at cutdocumentary at gmail.com. 
And if you like what you've heard today, please support us by buying our film at www.cutthefilm.com. 